strike ye dead, Winslow. Hey guys, this is the Bagel Boy Show with Wes and Daniel. I'm I'm Daniel, and I'm not Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> so today it's kind of an impromptu episode about our top ten of the year. We're flying by the seat of our pants. We're way behind. <laughs> Yours way already behind. over. So what we'll do is Daniel and I will just kind of talk through both of our lists. The lists, uh, according to Daniel, are different. They are different, but you didn't say what the lists are. Oh, top ten. Top ten of 2019. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I started. Can't sorry. just bring this on Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, top ten of 2019, <clears throat> um, just to bring in the new year, to kind of reflect on this last year, because we had a lot of good movies come out this year, or last year. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> you were just struggling, you're like, ah, fine, I'll put it on there if I, I have to. I hated them all. <laughs> So, yeah, before we jump into our uh, each other's list, we'll kind of go through some honorable mentions that we both kind of enjoyed. So, And let's say off the top, we have not seen Uncut Gems. Yep. We have not seen Little, the little women, women. Little Women. The women that are smaller than normal. Uh, the miniature women. The miniature. We haven't... Ladies. Isn't there another one that we haven't seen? That's like um, kind of a... Oh, 1917 is we the other one. We haven't seen 1917. So those are three big ones we haven't seen yet. The rest, we pretty much... We've been doing a good job this last year. Might have to do movies. another movie theater day. Probably. Just watch all three. Just all three movies all at the same time. All right, so now... Now we kind of did that little housekeeping there. Mm-hmm. Let's jump right into Daniel. If you want to start with your honorable mention, doing three. Yeah, we'll do three. We'll honorable do three mentions. honorable mentions. Okay, so I'll do my number eleven, twelve, and thirteen. Okay. Number thirteen, Knives Out. Knives by Out by my boy R.J. Yeah, I liked that movie. Yeah, I liked the fun. movie. I, it didn't make the cut because there was some story choices I didn't care for. Uh, I kind of wanted it to be more of an old school who donut instead of like you know it, it, it was only like subverted your expectations it did, did it <laughs> there were only like two twists and I wanted about seven or eight twists now I liked this movie a lot more than you did yeah. and I remember walking in a theater and you were like you didn't one dislike it you were just kind of frustrated you didn't like it more exactly whereas me and my wife both really enjoyed the movie yeah no, I liked it. It just, it sadly couldn't make the cut. Uh, my number 12 is Peanut Butter Falcon. Ooh, that's a good one. That is a movie about a falcon who soars to the sky in search of peanut butter. And the peanut butter is voiced by Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> the peanut butter is played by... I don't know if more people are going to see this movie now based on this description or less. <laughs> I hope it's more because that's a really good movie. Yeah, it is a good movie. Uh, the ending is a little silly. That's why it mm-hmm. didn't make the cut for me. Gotcha. Um, it was very heartwarming. My heart was warm. Mm-hmm. I I felt a little cozy inside. It's like it's almost it's not a coming of age story. It's just more about a a, a journey type movie. I guess is what you could mm-hmm. call it. It's it's really unique. Uh, from but at the same time very simple I haven't seen a movie like it but at the same time it's very easy to understand like my whole family has seen this movie now and pretty much all of them like it 
Yeah. And if your family can understand it, anyone can. <laughs> Get it? Because your family's dumb. Just kidding. I love your whole family. I love, I love the Morgans. They're probably listening. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Mama Morgan. Especially. Lynn is an angel. Okay. So number 11 is Toy Story 4. Ooh. Sadly, couldn't make my top cut because it's not one that I feel like I could rewatch a lot. It was, it was great. I'm, you know, I didn't. I'm here. I'm stuttering again. You you want to know something crazy though? What? My number eleven is Toy Story Four as well. Is it really? No, probably surprising. No, it was, it was so enjoyable in the end. I was glad that they did it, which I didn't expect to say. But it's not a Pixar movie that I feel like I can really go back and watch a lot. I feel like you're almost arguing for why they shouldn't be in your top ten. But like, let's just be clear: all three of those movies. Oh, really they're great! Like, yeah, we oh, just this movie's been this year has been stacked. They're big really old movies. Oh yeah, every every single one of these movies we were talking about today gives a big old thumbs up mm-hmm. from both of us. So, or <laughs> maybe we'll see about that. Um, Come into the show and we will stamp a big old BB on these of these <laughs> movies. BB approved. <laughs> Um, yeah. so for mine, we've already kind of talked about my 11 uh, being Toy Story 4. Yeah. Literally, the only reason I couldn't put it on there is just because there were 10 other movies I was, like, sold into more. Yep. And so I'm sure in 5 to 10 to 15 years that could change because Toy Story 4 is insanely good and has prob- probably my favorite animated movie of this year, hands down. Um, yeah. Uh, so uh, just to Detective Pikachu. <laughs> It's not an animated movie, dude. Well, he's animated. Okay. Pikachu is. Sure. Um, Was that Ryan Reynolds in costume? <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> this has been a crazy year for movies. Um, it has. My number... I'll go back to 13. My number 13... There's two tied. One is already mentioned already. You can't do that. Peanut Butter Falcon, so we won't okay. talk about it. Yeah. My number 13 is John Wick 3. Probably surprised really? because I really like this movie a lot. That's not in your top ten? Not in my top ten. Can you click recording right now so I can cuss you out? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so John Wick 3 uh, has probably had some of the ba- best action sequences of that whole trilogy. And if you're a fan of the other John Wick movies, you've got to watch it. Or as my sister it called it, Jack Wick, <laughs> the other day. <laughs> I did try. So I highly recommend it. It's it's a nonstop thrill ride from beginning to end, and there's really no stopping. Where the other John no. Wick movies, there were some slower moments. This one doesn't. It grabs you by the by the hair and just kind of pulls you along whether oh you want to. <laughs> yeah, it's violent, dude. Sounds it's painful. a violent movie. Okay, so this one, my last honorable mention before we will get into our top ten. Uh-huh. Probably going to surprise everyone. What's that? Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker did not make my top ten of this year. Interesting. We'll get to Star Wars we'll in get, a second. I'm here. sure we will. It didn't make your top ten, did, did it? Did not. Uh, okay. Here's why. So, I just can't, when I'm looking at movies, mm-hmm. there was already another one in here later mm-hmm. on that is a big kind of saga ending movie. Mm-hmm. I wonder and what it was could a, be. I wonder what it could be. And it was done, not, I don't want to say better, but when you look at wrapping things up and doing fan service, there was one that did it much better you than think this. So? I, I think so, mm. easily. So, that or my, either way, I still had, I think, that being said, watching Rise of Skywalker in theaters was probably one of my more enjoyable theater yeah. experiences this year. I, let me just say up top, I didn't put in game or Star Wars Rise of Skywalker in my list because Ooh. I cannot 
rank those movies with other movies because I'm just I'm automatically gonna love it. Mm. So it's like, what's the point of even ranking no, and comparing kind of it to other the movies? Boat. And they're more like events, you know. It you, really is. So I can't compare it to you know. No, I agree with you. Else. So I I took it off my list. I agree with you 110 um, percent there, and that that's mainly the reason why because. <clears throat> There was parts in that movie where I was like just clapping, wanted to cry, wanted to sing. I don't know. Yeah. All things I shouldn't do in a movie theater. Um, but it was still a lot of fun. But yeah, I'm with you. There was just 10 other movies that I was like, this is a better made movie that didn't have as much to do as, as Star Wars did. Yeah. So that being said, uh, you want to talk first? You want me to talk first? I what can you talk first. He's right. like Poe. Yeah, do you like... How's this work? Go I go first, do you go your, first. Do your number 10. What's My number 10, 10 is... Yeah. Jojo Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. The rabbit named Jojo. Oh, that's starring a good Taika movie. Waititi. He plays a young man named Jojo. No, and he, he befriends a rabbit. No? No, not at all. Tell him who Taika Waititi plays. I didn't see this movie. <laughs> Tell him now. He plays Adolf Hitler. An imaginary Adolf Hitler. Um, no, I really... We watched this together. Um, really enjoyed this movie. Um, it had a lot of heart, way more heart than I expected. I expected mm. this to be a silly little movie, yeah. But instead, it was just man it made us both tear up. Heartfelt as it hell. Heartfelt as hell. As hell. <laughs> That's an oxymoron, <laughs> isn't it? Slap it on the DVD no. cover. Heartfelt as hell. What's more? H H B B. The stamp. Uh, no, so this subverted my expectations oh, in a very good way because I wasn't expecting it to really get me like it did um i love what's the the kids now roman griffin davis Mm -hmm. i hope he's in a lot more movies because he was awesome i could see him being in the mcu at some point he could be anything at this point just from what he does with his comedic timing is great uh again you mentioned taika watiti just how much he it's such an interesting concept too and relevant to today how much there's like how much we're raised has an effect on this and how that can be a good or a bad thing and how mm-hmm. it can really skew the way we see the world and it touches on those things very very well it does um so if, if yeah jojo ever i think every there's not a movie i think i've recommended more this year than jojo rabbit um, really yeah i think i think one obviously because it's not like an r-rated action movie like john wick but it's, it's very accessible and, accessible but i could see a lot of people kind of being weirded I'm, out. I'm sure, it. but they can probably get over that. It, the, when you, like, I get it, being the whole Hitler thing, but if you just watch the movie, <laughs> if you just watch the movie, Daniel's got a picture. I got a picture, a silly of, picture of Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi as Hitler. I'm just trying to distract um, Wes. The, if, if <laughs> you give it a chance, I can't see anyone disliking this movie. They don't have to love it, but the, it's, it's one of those movies, to. yeah, it, it's, it's a lot of fun, and it's, yeah. Really mm-hmm. good, really good movie. What's your um, number ten? Number ten for me is Alita Battle Angel. Really, this movie surprised <laughs> the crap out of me. Dude, you like? I it? did not see it in theaters. It you were on board with the Battle Angel. I'm we? on board with the Battle Angel. Okay. Here's why. So I this to put this in context. I know nothing about the source material, the manga, any of that stuff. Not a fan. This was just a random thing. I decided to turn on one day. I even thought it was pronounced manga. manga. You just said that. I, I, maybe, maybe <laughs> I could be wrong. Who knows? From what I researched, seemed like the fans of the original source material give this a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. But I don't even care because don't care. this movie is imaginative, has in stunning visual effects, 
and it's just fun. I liken this to how Aquaman was for me back in 2018. This movie, I just sat down, turned off my brain, and just watched it. The movie isn't it. a stupid movie. I don't mean it that way. I just mean where the quintessential, you on your couch with a pop and a bucket of popcorn, you're just having a, a good pop. time. A lot of pop. So, so the reason why it didn't make my list... I've seen the first 18 minutes. There you go. <laughs> and I, need it, a, I need to watch it because you're getting there is, up. There is a point at which, like, you can be watching and it's like, oh, yeah, this is pretty good. But it kind of, like, shifts it into second gear. And I love it. I really hope they make a sequel. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, really recommend that for anyone who's looking for something I think you watch. mean a squeakle. Oh, gosh. <laughs> go, go ahead with your okay, number Okay, my nine. number nine is The Irishman. <clears throat> Ooh. Love this movie. Yeah. Um. The only reason it's not higher is just because it's not something like I said before. I probably couldn't rewatch this just because of the. the well, length. you're 45 now after you've watched the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, you've aged I, 20 by, years. By the end of the movie, I had three kids. <laughs> Don't ask how that happened. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> no, I love this movie. I feel like it was Al Pacino actually trying again. Yeah, that's you true. Know, he, mm-hmm. That was great to see. Um, Joe Pesci stole the show for me. I think he was my favorite character. Um, man, I just want to get a... I just want to... I think if this one doesn't do it, mm-hmm. uh, like making a name for Netflix movies, even though we've already gotten a, a handful of good ones, yeah. I I can't understand why Netflix isn't being taken seriously at this point. Now that yeah. we've gotten this, the gloves are off. Yeah. Um, Joe Pesci, if you're listening... I'll grab a beer with you sometime. Love being home alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I definitely recommend it. It's you gotta sit down and watch it all the way through. Don't break it up. It defeats the purpose of the movie. I, to me, it, the whole runtime worked because it was just kind of just the tragic life of a man who chose to get in with the mom. Get in with the mom. Yeah. They, it's it's funny to me how, like I know I don't understand Hollywood whatsoever, but why haven't these guys all made more movies together? Like I know we're probably not going to get anymore because of where they're at in life, and I know Pesci doesn't really like acting anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad they got him back for this movie because I really enjoyed it too. I just wish Scorsese and De Niro had more movies together. <laughs> more? <laughs> I mean, they only worked together what the one time, right? The one time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so how about your number nine? Number nine for me is a movie we already kind of brought up, is Knives Out. Really? Yeah, and I think it says a lot about film subjectivity and expectations because I had a rip-roaring time with this movie. <laughs> to throw in another mm-hmm. weird term. The, there's something about the way... So this is where it's different. Where Daniel went into this expecting something, and I didn't know what to expect. Mm-hmm. We both saw the same movie, and I came out wanting to just watch it again because there's certain choices that are made with how the story is told that I thought was really unique mm-hmm. and worked really well in service of the story and its characters that I've never seen before and if there's one thing Daniel already knows it's that I'm a sucker for movies that are just flat out original if you yeah. can tell a story that hasn't been told before yeah. I'm all the way on board so that's my number nine the supporting cast of that movie is awesome and that was one of the things maybe that I had a problem with is that they weren't in it enough that is true. I'll give you that. That um, was kind of mine. Uh, also, 
I I like that it's one story, but I'd be totally fine with the trilogy of uh, that, Daniel Craig. That's something detective. we can't agree on. If we oh, get more of yeah. Daniel Craig being this detective, oh, we're in for a treat. <laughs> He's a bagel boy, but he likes uh, his donuts. He so. does like his donuts in that movie. <laughs> maybe it would have been better if he was eating bagels. Yeah, in maybe, the movie. maybe a little bit higher um, score. Can I go with my number eight? Yeah, go for it. Once upon a time in Hollywood. Dude, brother, we agree on number eight. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Turn it off. We're done. <laughs> we're done. Stop the show. So let's just talk about this movie. Oh, I'm so glad it's your number eight. Now yeah. we can talk about it. I was worried it was going to be higher on your list. No. Um, man, this movie is just so much fun to watch. It's The bare bones of it is just two guys just driving around the hall and being awesome and just... <laughs> They're like bros the whole time. Kicking names, taking butt. Taking butt, kicking names, names around. There's the soundtrack to this movie. Over the past few years, I feel like we've gotten really good soundtracks with movies, but this one like blows them oh, all yeah. out of the water and like takes takes the championship yeah. away from the rest of those recent Mrs. Robinson Q is my favorite. Oh, There's awesome. so many memorable moments in a movie that not a whole lot happens in. And no. that's a weird way to pitch it, but that's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, you're not exactly watching it for the plot. No. You're just... It's like you're there in the car with him, just driving around. The world... Having a good old time. He builds... Because I'm not the biggest Quentin Tarantino fan. I'm just not. So, <laughs> sorry. But uh, when I was watching this movie, there was something almost like so tangible about this movie like I felt like I could just reach out and touch it like this whole world was real mm-hmm. which I know it's not like some space adventure or anything but there's something about all the characters every little side character that feels so meticulously like placed into the movie and so real mm-hmm. that it makes the whole it, it's almost a three hour long movie but similar to the Irishman it goes by very quickly I feel oh, yeah. like oh yeah yeah that last 20 minutes. Good lord. It's so, it's so good. Are we saying spoilers? No. No, no, no. no we're not spoiling. No spoiling. No, no spoiling. Yeah. So we're not telling that Brad Pitt dies. <laughs> <laughs> and that Leo kills him. <laughs> and they were all in a dream. <laughs> it was actually a secret sequel to Inception this whole time. <laughs> it's a prequel to Tenet. Yeah. Um, okay, so number seven. Number seven. I'll do my seven, then you can do your seven. Okay, we'll switch things up. I'll change it around. The number seven is a movie you couldn't put on your list, but I chose to. It's Avengers Endgame. It's my number okay. seven. No, and I totally respect I, that. Yeah. No, what you it's said pretty. completely makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were... It's incredible to see how many big payoff moments they had in this movie but they still made it kind of work as a cohesive story and I think even though it's a long movie and it mm. can feel like this is another movie that's about three hours long or a little bit over three hours I think yeah. where you can feel it's runtime. I think it actually does the movie um, it does it a favor yeah. by slowing down in that first one because in Infinity War it's not nearly as long but that movie just going and doesn't stop is running at like a hundred miles an hour the whole time whereas this one the first at least hour and hour 15 minutes really takes its time in setting up all the characters setting their motivations mm-hmm. in getting them all on board and together yeah and it, it's phenomenal if you guys haven't seen it yet it's the biggest movie ever doing? i don't know how you haven't if seen you haven't it yet. seen it what are you doing come on over we'll <laughs> we'll pop it in and we can watch it <laughs> my number seven 
John Wick 3, Parabellum. Mm-hmm. I just watched it again uh, the other day. That movie's fun. <laughs> it's a ball. Having <laughs> a ball. No, it's great. I, it just, I don't think, past decade at least, you can find more exciting action scenes. Maybe Fallout. Like, the two mm-hmm. of them are kind of back and forth. Back here, and forth. But man, that last fight scene, it goes on so long. It does. But it just... It doesn't lose any intensity, though. No, I'm beating it up. Yeah. Like a bagel. <laughs> like a bagel. The Would you say... That's your favorite of the John Wicks, oh, right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Um, the, the John Wick movies, in general, there's, like... They all feel similar. There's, like, a very distinct style. But this one feels a bit different, I'd say. There's certain mm-hmm. sequences that happen... Where it's still the very, like, tried-and-true John Wick style. Mm-hmm. But they throw in the little elements in there. I'm just talking about the horse. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you haven't seen the movie. Just Keanu Dude, Reeves rides a horse. horse in this movie. Awesome. That's what's great about this trilogy, is that each one, they're just doing more world-building. It gets more interesting. The fight scenes get more intricate. It, there's so that good. scene in the library, which still just makes me just uh, cringe every time I see it. Mm-hmm. Um no, that's why it's great. It's the best one of the three. Please go watch Jack Wick. Jack Wick. <laughs> Parachute. Para, para, Parachute. Okay, so number six for me is... I said earlier Star Wars was my like one of my most enjoyable theater experiences. Uh-huh. This is hands down the top dog. This is Ford versus Ferrari. Haven't seen it. I know you haven't seen it, so I'll, I'll talk uh, shorter about this one. This is there's a movie every year where I feel like everyone just agrees that it's good and everyone just kind of moves on. Mm-hmm. I feel like that I don't want that to be this movie, but I feel like that's this movie. Everyone just likes it and then just moves on to the next thing. It's like no, this is really really good. It's filmmaking to its best. You got great music, great cinematography, great acting. It's got a great cast, great cast <laughs> of this, and it it's based on a true story. There's a lot of just, like, blood pumping, uh, race car scenes that is some of the best film, uh, film that race car sequences I've seen. Mm-hmm. And so don't be worried that it's a true story about cars, that you have to be a, some sort of, you know, motorhead car person yeah. to enjoy this movie. You don't. There's, they good. bring you into the world, and you're in for a ride. No pun intended. Actually, pun intended. <laughs> yeah, own it. So Christian Bale and Matt Damon, I I want them to do another movie together, but at the same time I'm like, you know what? Nope. This is perfect. Put a cherry on it. This is this, this is, is the right movie, right? This is this is the perfect movie for both of them to be yeah. in. And then having seen Logan a couple years before from James Mangold, it's great that he can take uh another property that's completely different from like kind of a sad superhero movie about an old man to this movie about two guys just kind of fighting the system and enjoying their craft and they don't care about anything else as long as they enjoy it and yeah you'll enjoy this movie nice my number six is a movie you haven't seen Ooh, i like this can you guess a movie i haven't seen is it is it marriage story you got it dude (laughs) (laughs) marriage story is my number six um whoo Remember you texting me right after you watched this movie saying how you were just going to be depressed forever now? I, I'm still depressed. <laughs> I'm seeing therapy after I watched Marriage Story. Oof. 
the best acting of any movie I've seen this year. Yeah. Yeah, any movie. Uh, well, mm, maybe. We'll get to that in my number one spot. But I would say, close call, but probably the best acting. Uh, Adam Driver is probably our, one of our best actors right now. That's Everything Man. I've heard about it has been nothing but positive Yeah, things. I went down... I found kind of every movie he's been in, and I went down the list and watched them all. And man, he's the best. He, yeah. uh, Charlie Johansson's great in this movie, um, which is awesome because I feel like in the Marvel movies she was always good, but they just never gave her really much to do. Mm-hmm. And the stuff they did give her to do to do was just to flirt, basically, with yeah. whatever male character she was with, which it's... always bothered me because I'm like, give her more than that. Um, Man, it just it tears no you up. No spoilers, but I believe no. and tell me if I'm wrong. But they are like a mother and father too in this movie. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. No, it's uh, man, it just it tears you up, but it's it's got such a satisfying end that just whew, makes it all worth it. To be honest, I think I told you this, but uh-huh. there was that one day I it was a couple of days, maybe a couple of weeks after you watched it, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, it's time to watch this movie. I got five minutes in. Nothing sad had happened yet. At five minutes in, I was like, nope, I know where this is going. I cannot do it today, and I just haven't yet. I haven't touched it yet. First five minutes, somebody, I've read this, I forget, I was on Reddit or something. Someone said, like, imagine the beginning of Up, and then they get a divorce. (laughs) That's awful. It tears you up, but it's just so well done. That Yeah, it's it's a a big old boy movie. It's a big old boy movie. It's a thumbs up. (laughs) It's a thumbs up. (laughs) All right. Uh, so I guess we're at my number five now. And this movie, as we're getting into the top half here, is probably the most insane movie I've seen. And I loved every second of it. Most insane movie you've seen? It is The Lighthouse. Wait, that's your number six? It's my number five. Five? Number five, yeah. Man, I thought for sure it was going to be like your number two or three. I know, it's crazy, but... <sighs> Okay. Lighthouse. So, Lighthouse is not a movie for everyone. So, this is the only Bagel Boy movie we have on here with a thumbs up with a little asterisk by it. Because there's certain people that should never see this movie. No. But there's a lot more people that don't know this movie exists that need to go see it right now. Willem Dafoe gives my favorite performance ever from this year, probably. Um, and Robert Pattinson, it's a very simple story, but at the same time, this movie is absolutely, <gasps> absolutely crazy. It's about two guys who work in a lighthouse. That's really all it's about. That's all you need to know. So much happens. There's something else about um, the stylistic choice they made by making the whole thing black and white and a, I forget the ratio, but it's not a widescreen like most movies are. And it really adds to the claustrophobic like messy closed in trapped kind of feeling you get along with these characters and I think that while sometimes there's certain things filmmakers do that I'm like okay that's a little pretentious this one it really works for the story and that's Mm -hmm. my number five and if it similarly to uh, how I said Jojo is the one I recommend the most the only reason I haven't recommended this one more is because of just its content and how I know some people will walk away kind of disturbed and hating mm-hmm. this movie. It's not a movie for everyone, but I loved it. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. I have a feeling like we're going to be talking about it more later on in your list. Oh, yeah. What's your number five? <laughs> My number five is a 
Spider-Man Far From Home. Oh. Is that a good? Oh, I love this movie. Oh, okay. oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were mad at me. No, no, no. How could it be mad about no. Spider-Man? Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. So, I was a little worried about this movie, especially after Endgame. I'm like, well, do we need more Marvel movies? Everything's wrapped up with a nice little bow. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. <laughs> no, I was even thinking, like, okay, if they just did Spider-Man movies going forward, only Spider-Man, I'd be fine. Yeah, agreed. I'd be fine. I don't need Eternals. Don't no. need Black Widow. Nothing. Just give me that Spidey. <laughs> uh, best after credit scenes of any Marvel movie. Mm-hmm. Because Again, no not, spoilers, don't No, worry. but they're not pointless, and mm-hmm. they just... No. The whole theater gasped. Yeah. Yeah. They did. Um, No, this movie's just so much fun. I love that. I love that Mary Jane's actually a character now. They nailed that. That was something I was really happy about, too. She actually, you know, has things to do. Um, Jake Gyllenhaal is up there as one of the best MCU villains. I was going into this because I'm a huge fan of Spider-Man Homecoming. Mm Mm-hmm. And I love Michael Keaton's Vulture. And I was oh, going like into this movie like, you know what? Michael Keaton's just got that spot as the Vulture wrapped up. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal comes in here and is just so... It's He tugs that line of like the, the older Spider-Man movies where you've got that little bit of campiness, mm-hmm. but just absolutely violent, evil, genius-type person. And he, yeah. he rides, he surfs that line <laughs> like a pro. Like a silver surfer. Like a silver surfer. <laughs> Marvel, if you're listening, mm-hmm. make John Hamm be Norman Osborn in the third movie. Oh, that'd be great. If they did that, that'd be like the three perfect The Marvel three amigos. <laughs> oh, yeah. Give them a buddy movie, the three of them. Oh, dude, I'd be first in line. All right, so give me your number four. My number four is, a, again, original movie, mm-hmm. and I wanted to put it higher on the list. I know what it is. It's Us. Oh, really? It is. I don't, you know, do, what it you is. don't know what it is. <laughs> us, this movie came out in springtime, and I have not stopped thinking about this movie. Yeah. I've only seen it twice this year, but what Jordan Peele is able to do with the horror genre, I'm not a big horror fan, but both his movies are just incredible. Mm-hmm. And this one, this one, if any, if any of his movies come even close to this, I'm going to be a fan for life, because... The way they the family dynamic with seeing doubles and again no spoilers at all but it's almost like a home invasion movie and then you slowly realize as the movie goes on it's a lot more than that. Mm-hmm. Um, both uh, Lapita Nyong'o specifically, I want her so bad. I know they won't nominate her for anything. You don't I don't. Think I don't think they will because it's a horror movie and they just don't like horror movies. But she plays her regular self as the mother of these two children, wife to a husband. Uh, husband, I forget the actor's name, but he's such a dad in this movie, yeah. and it's great. But and then she plays her doppelganger, evil self, the tethered version, as they call it in this movie. I think, and if she doesn't win Best Actress, I will. I'll eat my hat. You'll eat. Your I've hat. been saying that a lot lately. Hey, we need to get you some more hats because I'm eating I them hope all. They win. It's so good, and I know you really like this movie too. So I'm I'm curious to where it falls on your list, but. Uh, yeah, there's. It's another movie where I know not a lot of people m- might like horror movies. You might, you might not. I think this is another movie where I'd really like more people to see it. Even though I know a lot of people have, it's a pretty popular movie, mm-hmm. a mainstream one. But if you are avoiding it because of the horror elements, I'd say give it a shot. It has my recommendation just because of what it's able to do with not only the performances of the kids and how believable that is. 
but there's certain things in it that it makes you think. It's not just mm-hmm. a slasher film with, you know, blood or anything, and then that's over. It, the lasting effects of what this movie is trying to say really mm-hmm. stick with you. Yeah. It's a, yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I never have anything to say after you give hey, your speech. I'm just well, like, yeah. <laughs> well, I know you want to talk about it, too, right? Is it on yeah. the air list? What's your number no. three? Oh, gosh. It's at the bottom of my... <laughs> it's at number 50. No, uh... Which, by the way, on my letterbox, I do have 50 movies exactly on my 2019 oh, list. Man, you've probably seen more than me. I've got yeah. 39. 39. Maybe I missed logs. You missed some. I'm sure I did. You've seen 11 less movies. No, I feel well, bad I, now. I watch more stand-up movies than you do. You do. Okay, do you count those? Yeah, I do. I don't count those. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so number four is a stand-up special. Just kidding. <laughs> no, but number four is Parasite. What's there to say about this movie? It's about a parasite. It's a one parasite. It's one. It's a comedy about a parasite. It is not that at all. (laughs) Oh, I was looking at Osmosis Jones. Sorry. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) Wrong movie. This is the the parasite version of our... (laughs) Wes and I went to the theater to see Parasite. Knowing basically nothing about this movie. Did you know about the plot? No. I, I didn't know. Nothing. Yeah, I didn't know I just heard good either. things, and I was like, you know what? Let's try yeah. it. So, basically, please don't look up the plot synopsis if you yeah. haven't seen the movie. Because you have no idea where the movie's going. And that's why I loved it. I think we should say, no. just for no. most people... No, 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 no. <laughs> about if you think you're not going to enjoy this movie because it's a foreign film, and you might have to watch it either dubbed... Or with subtitles, I don't care who you are, you're a thousand percent wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't let that turn you off to this movie, because you're really missing out. Don't be racist. Don't be racist. <laughs> you can cut that. <laughs> We're shaking hands right now. We're leaving that in. We, we just cured racism. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> um, no, yeah, you have no idea where the story is going, and I love it. There's... You, it's... Yeah. Oh, go, no, go ahead, go ahead. There's comedy. Mm-hmm. There's scary yes there's action yes there's drama yes there's there's peach fuzz peach fuzz is in this movie peach fuzz is a big deal in this movie huge no spoilers but no yeah um it's just totally unpredictable and i would say the ending is just i i love it because it's so open-ended but at the same time, it you don't feel left down, you don't feel let down. Mm-mm. You know, you you basically just are like. It's not one of those movies that's like, oh, it's open to interpretation. Yeah. No, it it leaves you with just enough, but still just wanting enough. more. Yep, mm. and it's perfect. Uh, man, I love this. This movie. is kind of crazy. Uh oh. I know we're we're not even to number one yet. Mm-mm. This is a movie I would label a masterpiece, and just. Drop that, and we can move on to the next I would have movie. to agree. So would you good. say any other movies on this list? We'll get to that. We'll get to that. Ooh. <laughs> uh, so that was your number three? Uh, that was my number four. Number okay, three. so now my number three. Your number three. Okay, yeah. My number three, Spider-Man Far From Home, hey. baby! <laughs> what? We've already talked about it, so I'll keep this short, but damn it. <laughs> I love this movie so much. It's so much fun. It's so much fun. How many fun. times have you seen it? I've seen it like five times. Yeah. Now, this is, again, it would not be high on the list of like, oh, perfectly crafted films no. and like subjectively. Like, this is all 
this is because I'm a big Spider-Man fan, but because I'm a big Spider-Man fan, this movie did not disappoint mm-hmm. me, even with crazy high expectations. Because mm-hmm. I really liked uh, Spider-Man Homecoming. This one is better, I think. I like it a lot more. I've watched it a lot. There's so many good moments, and there's certain things that it's literally like they ripped it out of the page of the comic book and put it on the screen in the best way. Mm-hmm. So we've already talked about it, but that's all I'll it's say. It's great. Go see it if you haven't. Uh, my number three is, this is going to surprise you, it's mm-hmm. Us. Oh! <laughs> I dropped it down. So going into, we also saw this movie together. We did. I predicted it was going to be my favorite movie of the year. It dropped close. to number three. You're close. And close. It is so good because I'm legitimately terrified when I watch that it's... movie. But in... And but not in like a gross way. No. But in the sense of like, Man, he knows what he's doing. He knows how to direct a scary movie. You're, you're, my favorite kind of scary movies are the ones where you just you're terrified, but you don't know why or what the heck is happening. Such a good point. And that's what you want. I, that's why I'm not about these, you know, houses haunted kind of movies because we've mm-hmm. seen it a billion times. It's, it's not that scary because it's predictable. Slasher movies, they're fun. You can watch them, you know, on a Friday night. Everything, mm-hmm. but. It just can't come close to an original story where you have no idea what's going on and mm-hmm. it's great they yeah. explain things a little bit in the end and some people complain about that exposition but I liked it because yeah. I felt like you kind of needed it or else mm-hmm. it kind of just wouldn't have made sense at all the whole movie right yeah and there's like there's not many but there's this isn't like a gross out horror type no. movie thing. No, I there's was, nothing gross in it. It is a horror thriller emphasis more on the thriller. Uh kind of like you said it just makes the hair on the back of your neck stand up. You mm-hmm. are on alert when you're watching this movie. And he's got a hairy neck. Oh, so hairy. <laughs> <laughs> All of them were just standing at attention. <laughs> uh so that was your number 3? Yeah. All right, my number 2 is Parasite. Okay. And so again, I will keep this brief. This yeah. is my one word pitch. Masterpiece. You can go ahead with your number All two. Right. <laughs> number two is The Lighthouse. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of out of order from ours, but we've kind of agreed on pretty much mo- most of our top five so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, The Lighthouse is kind of along the same vein as us. It's terrifying because you're not exactly sure what's going on, and that's just my favorite thing. The fear and of the unknown. The two of them playing off of each other, the main characters, it's great. Um, we both you, really liked Once Upon a Time in Hollywood with a, a great duo, but if if we had to rank a higher duo... Rank Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe. Easily. Don't insult his cooking. No, don't do it. <laughs> don't even don't get think cranky. about doing it. A little cranky. He gets a little cranky in that movie, and he gives a speech that I probably watch once a day on YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) It's It's just... It makes... I almost don't understand what he's saying in that speech, but he's so passionate, I agree with everything he's saying. (laughs) It's great. And, uh, yeah, something else that I just really love about this movie is that, like, the way that the camera work is done and the lighting... Sometimes they don't even look human. They're like their faces are so distorted that they just look like. Well, mm-hmm. He looks like a wild man. Yeah, it's it, a wild man. This movie is like a slippery slide almost. Yeah. Where you're and the two characters are just like 
barely hanging on to the top, and it's yeah. just a ride downhill. It's, yeah, it's great. Mm. Um, our number one. Do we want to say at the same time? I I don't. I don't. I think so. Well. I'll let. I want right. you to go last because. I don't know what your number one is, but my number one is 100% something we've already talked about. And so I'll kind you of... don't know what my number one is? Well, I think I have a guess. <laughs> yeah, I think you do too. <laughs> so my number one was Daniel's number 10, and it's Jojo Rabbit. Good I man. am a very, very emotional man. <laughs> <laughs> and so my emotions will come into play with a lot of these movies, similarly with how high Spider-Man was on my list. Mm-hmm. This movie... There's certain there's a certain shot in this movie and it wrecked me. It took my heart out of my chest and made me look at it. <laughs> he was clinging to me and had That's... his head on my shoulder. <laughs> that was the guy next to me. I was holding both of your hands. Didn't know the stranger. <laughs> there's there's nothing bad about this movie at all. Like the performances are top notch. The way the story unfolds, the music, the humor. I promise the the Hitler thing, once you get into the movie, I promise you you'll be on board in the first five minutes. It's not that... It's a little off-putting at first. It's a little off-putting, but it's just our kind of basic instinct on that. Yeah. The the rest of the movie, it's very clear how that humor and everything really services the story and actually has a lesson behind, again, kind of what I mentioned earlier about how we're raised, Mm -hmm. how that shapes our worldview. And this movie touches on it in such a very simple way. And this movie is so heartfelt and just caring about its subject matter, but also the way it wants to tell its story. And again, it's a very unique premise. That's something that's kind of come up as a recurring theme in my list. It's a very unique movie. You'll never see a movie like this again, probably. Mm-hmm. You'll and never so, want to see a movie after it's so good. Really, it's so good. And I think that if you're wanting to... Feel every possible emotion you can, like like I did. Watch this movie, and it was hands down my favorite of the year. You were on the left crying, I was getting a little misty eyed, and the guy yeah. on my right was snoring. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that? I do the remember that. Like, I I wanted to say, I say I remember that. I remember you telling me about it because at that point in the movie, yeah. I was just gone, and yeah. so I wish the idiot next to me would wake up right, almost yeah. ruining my moment right but okay so can't recommend my number one enough. movie what is your number one tell them daniel cats <laughs> <laughs> the greatest movie of all time it is about cats no i can't keep this up no I can't do it it's not cats i'm goofing it is ad astra <laughs> as mentioned in our last episode Wes and I <laughs> have had many a conversations about this movie because I left the theater. Okay, the whole time we watched this movie together, I'm sitting there like, oh man, oh man, oh man. <laughs> Wesley and I are going to say this is the best movie of the year. I was pumped. I was like, oh, we're going to be talking about this for the rest of our lives. We'll be old retired folks living in <laughs> retirement homes. Popping in Ad Astro whenever we want on a random Tuesday. <laughs> Popping in grand, Granddad Astra. <laughs> I had to get one pun in there. There you go. I almost messed it up because I stuttered. No, you're fine. That's fine. Oh, well. Anyway, at Astra. So we left the theater, and I turned to Wes, and he goes, 
It was pretty good. <laughs> that, just, that wrecked your whole world. I almost punched him. <laughs> I was so upset because let me tell you what. I would have ranked this probably number three after we watched it. Mm-hmm. And I watched it again the other night. It's the best movie I've seen this year. Mm-hmm. It is just... Let's just get all the obvious ones away out of the way. Visuals are perfect. Yeah. Some exciting scenes. That first ten minutes, I was so legitimately nervous. Yeah. Palms were sweaty. Mom's spaghetti. Knees weak. Knees were my knees were weak because I'd been skiing that day. Um, <laughs> no, let's get the obvious ones out of the way. That movie is so great because it works as such an amazing metaphor of him letting go of. I don't want to give too much away, so I'm no, trying to find yeah. out how to word this. Would you say, if you had to choose, and mm-hmm. it, this is, I know to make my top ten, I'd still recommend this movie because of how much craft was put into it. Yeah. Brad Pitt this year has mm-hmm. two movies we both pretty much would agree they're yeah. both great movies, but the performance in Ad Astra is such a 180 from what he does in Once Upon yeah. a Time at Hollywood. I think Brad Pitt has done a lot of great things this year and this oh, yeah. is uh, no exception I would say we talked about this earlier his his acting performance in Ad Astra is better than Once Upon a Time in Hollywood totally yeah. different but I would say technically it is better mm-hmm. um, just he's so nuanced in it he's so nuanced that's the thing so I won't I'm trying to say it in a way that won't spoil it basically Brad Pitt's character has this work ethic that's instilled in him from his father of just no emotions, stoicism, get the job done, family second, job first, and he gets news that his father's still alive. That's not a spoiler. They say it in the first, like, five minutes. No, it's not. Um, the whole movie can be seen as a metaphor of his journey to letting that go and realizing that it's not weakness to accept human emotions and love, um, especially with his wife, who we, you know, is separated from just it's so satisfying how they did that and it's so subtle that it's never too sentimental it's never cheesy it's never you know you never roll your eyes going oh it's a nice little it's just so well done that it could be enjoyed as an action space movie and it can be enjoyed as a metaphor if if you really want to think long and hard about it so I think movies like this being made and I'm mm-hmm. worried because this movie was made and released by Fox during this whole Disney-Fox merger. Yeah. It's very important to me that movies like this keep getting made because, mm-hmm. again, even though it didn't make my top ten, it's a very unique movie. Very unique movie. Yeah. And so I think, and again, liken it to that, and also it's just important for more unique content to be created, this movie very much respects its audience. Mm-hmm. It does not beat it over the head with its metaphors no. or explanations of things. It's just a movie, and you're there to watch it. It doesn't treat the audience like they're dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just left for them to interpret it. And mm. Favorite movie. Favorite movie of the year. Yeah. Yep. So, as we're kind of wrapping up here, I hope you can tell that 2019 just was a fan-freaking-tastic movie year. Oh, yeah. From really start to finish with uh, you know us and those other movies coming out earlier this year, mm-hmm. and then wrapping up, we've had some really strong ones here toward the end. Yeah. So yeah, guys, thank you again for listening. 
real quick. Yeah. I know we're running out of time. We've been yeah. talking for a while. Can we just say really quick our bottom three movies? Oh, of course we can. Let's, just really quick. Yeah, just let to, me say my bottom three. And before we do this, I just want to say, as someone who is not a part of this at all, mm-hmm. respects everyone who works hard on movies, uh-huh. and I hope to be a part of that process someday in yeah. s- any fashion. So this is in no way saying that these people didn't work hard no. or disrespect the movies in any way. That being said, we saw some stinkers this year. <laughs> I don't know if we have the same bottom one. Yeah. I don't think you saw the one I have at the bottom, but we definitely have one of the same. So what's what are your bottom three? My bottom three are... I don't have them in order. They're just down there. Yeah. Brightburn. Interesting. Could not stand this movie. It I is a snooze it. fest. Lion King. Uh, I didn't see that. I one. wasted I four dollars renting this movie <laughs> when I could have watched the original because it was the exact same movie. Just mm. I heard they sing uh, "Can You Feel the Love Tonight" in the daytime. Is that true? <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I think you're right, but I didn't even I didn't even notice because I was so uninterested. And uh, Ma, I do not recommend Ma. Okay. Okay, I know we said the being respectful thing. That is, a, I hated that movie. I never saw it. Don't ever watch that. That's the worst movie I've seen this year. All right. You go. All right, so <laughs> I have actually, we didn't match on any of those, but you're going to agree with a lot of what I'm about to say. Okay. One of them is definitely Dark Phoenix. Uh, Dark Phoenix. That's the bottom? Yeah. Dude, okay, it so this. wasn't the, that bad. N- if, okay, we'll talk about if this. If <laughs> Avengers Endgame is the peak of how a franchise can end, uh, Dark Phoenix just kind of whimpers and dies. It's so bad. It's and a very I know bad ending. This, this is where the expectation things come in. I know some of the past X-Men movies have not been that bad yeah. or that great, mm-hmm. but when you have a movie like Logan and then you come out with something oh, like yeah. this, I'm sorry, it's in the bottom. No, My yeah. other one is Stuber. I'm Didn't a, see it. It's okay. I'm a very funny, chuckly kind of guy. It's easy to make me laugh. This is a comedy movie that did not make me laugh. You didn't get a single laugh? I I, I couldn't. I Yeah. No, really? Didn't laugh. Mm. Not like, I'm sure there was a moment where I chuckled in it, but most of the time I was just like, why am I watching this? One could say you had a chortle. <laughs> I don't know what that is. Is that a Pokemon? I, no. <laughs> I think that's a Pokemon. <laughs> Uh, my least favorite, and again, this is this movie. I think was well shot. I think it had some good effects in it. Had some good acting in it. I just could not stand this movie. That's Doctor Sleep. I was in the theater with you, and this is supposed to be a horror movie sequel to The Shining, one of the greatest horror movies or greatest movies of all time. And again. This isn't like, you know, the room or something where, you know, they're not trying. People are trying. But there's stuff that happens in this movie that I just had to roll my eyes. Oh, it sucks. I wanted to leave, but I knew I couldn't. It's And it doesn't help that this movie's almost three hours long. Oh, and I just can't with this movie at all. <laughs> Probably some of the worst villains I've seen in a movie. Oh, he's, I could not. People were saying... Because I looked up reviews, because I didn't want to... I thought I was crazy for not liking this movie. People were saying the villains were the best part. No. I, not at all. No. Not even and they're close. a good third of this movie. They're, they're like half the movie. <laughs> half of them's just smelling some steam. <laughs> and I didn't need a second the of it. The steam. The steam. 
Oh God! Ah. Why did you give us the steam? I can't. Like that 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 whole movie was just. I there was not a moment where. It was almost like the carpet got ripped out from under me because I went into that movie like, oh yes, this is gonna be awesome. Even McGregor sequel to The Shining. That score kicks in. I will say the score is good. The score is still good in this movie. Sure, I I can't remember it. But, but <laughs> yeah, probably all right. Probably because we were laughing. We were yeah. Uh, and I knew I was glad because I felt that because there was a point in the movie where I'm like, listen, I gotta get it together. I don't want to be that guy laughing. Uh huh. And as soon as I made that active choice, the guy next to me started laughing <laughs> at the worst time, like a child is being killed, and we're just like, can't take it seriously at all. My favorite part was about the 17th time you saw them oh smell some steam. Gosh. And he's not over, making that I looked up. over at you, and you just rolled your eyes <laughs> away, and I turned over, and I couldn't I help was it. I was done. cracking up. I was so Bad done movie. with that movie. Bad no movie. Good. Yeah. No bueno. All right, guys. Well, thank the, you for listening. The, yeah, the good definitely outweighed the bad this yes. year. Yes. Yeah. Notice yeah. we didn't say cat. I didn't say cats. You haven't yeah. seen it. I haven't I seen didn't it. Say ca- I wouldn't say it's the worst movie. It's the most interesting movie God. of 2019. <laughs> Quit trying to put a positive spin on cats. Cats the movie is it the wasn't... worst thing to happen to cats since dogs, <laughs> Daniel. <laughs> Or vets. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks right. again for listening to the Bagel Boys show. Yeah, thanks, I guess. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Just being a jerk to the <laughs> <Right>. audience. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, this movie, uh, this movie, this year has been great for movies. So, uh, as we're wrapping up here, just let us know what movies you want us to look into coming up this year in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also reflect on your own 2019. I don't care how many movies you've seen. Maybe you've seen two. Maybe you've seen 200. Maybe let you've us seen 201. Know. Yeah. Just let us know which ones you liked from this year and the ones that you didn't like. Maybe you've seen 203. 204? No, I don't think anybody's seen that. Then. 205? Well, maybe. No, no. 206. Oh. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>